Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned into the Greenest Side Story, Episode Three. I'm your host, Dwayne, with my co-host, Candice. Greetings. Yes. Yeah, so today we're going to take a look at hygiene. Um, but before we get into that, we just want to um, let everyone know that we are on Facebook. If you look, search the Greener Side Story, we're also on Instagram at Greener Side Story. So first things first, we're going to start from head to toe. So I'm going to actually talk about acne. Um, growing up, I had acne. It was pretty bad, actually. I used to have the name called Bumble Stillskin. I'm not joking. And um, yes, I used to count the zits on my face and cry myself to sleep. But then Proactive came out and I did a, a 180. But then after the uh, the trial ran out, that acne came right on back. So, um, and that was following me into my early 20s, mid 20s. By the time um, I released this, we released this um, this episode. I'm going to put on Instagram um, my my acne journey to kind of show where show the progress. But um, there's several things that cause acne. Some people say it's genetics. Some people say it's greasy food. Um, it's a little bit more than that. I would say that um, one of the big things that causes acne is inflammation, and one of the big things that causes inflammation is dairy. Yes, yes, dairy, milk, cheese yogurt all that stuff i mean it's not just um dairy also um sugar i remember um in my mid 20s whenever i would have like candy like the next day i would break out i know uh yeah pretty much like the the very next day i would break out sometimes like at the end of the day like a, a zit would start forming i know um once i cut out soda um and I just whenever I would like eat candy, like I would start to to break out, like almost like clockwork. Another thing that um, may cause acne that I researched was um, apparently soy. Sometimes it can cause acne because of the phytoestrogen in it, which um, basically produces estrogen in your um, in the body. Also, coffee because um, of the acids within the coffee that uh, raises cortisol levels. Cortisol is a stress hormone, if you are um, not familiar with what that is. And um, apparently um, also bread, certain kinds of wheat, causes um, acne as well, inflammation. Usually uh, your typical bread, like Wonder Bread and other stuff like that, you know, was made with soy and sugar. So it was kind of like a, a cocktail, uh, a long island iced tea of acne, basically. But yes, just with my journey and, and personally, like once I cut out soda and um, sweets, and by sweets I mean sugar, processed sugar, everything like that, my skin started to really clear up. Um, then once I cut out dairy, it was, I stopped. Um, my face was very oily, um, initially, but um, after that, like cutting out the sweets took away the acne, and cutting out the dairy took away the oil. <laughs> Anything you want to add, Candice? Uh, no, I, I struggled with acne throughout college. probably had to do with the bagels and the fast food, just things that you get on the late night when you're sitting in the library at midnight and all you have left to eat is leftover pizza from late night. You know, it's all good. But, yeah, I did struggle with acne for a while. My skin cleared, and I haven't really had many issues since. Maybe a tiny little breakout around my period, but I'm definitely blessed. But I did spend a lot of my childhood and adult life with acne. 
but a lot of that also was perms and, and grease and bangs and stuff. So was, a lot of it was situ- situational, too. But right. I haven't struggled, fortunately, with acne for a while. Uh, something that I have struggled with is scalp issues galore. Mm. So I recently started using Nizarol, and that's an antifungal shampoo. So I think the reason, so sugar causes fungus. Uh, you have fungus present, you have bacteria present in a lot of places on your body, and sugar can cause an overgrowth of fungus and different bacteria. So I had issues with my scalp where it was super-duper crazy flaky, and I used all the things like mixing things with tea tree oil, doing natural solutions. And while that can work, you also need to change your diet, eliminate a lot of the processed sugar, like you said, add a lot of water to your diet. So I think since becoming vegan, I haven't had such an issue. I only wash my hair about every two weeks, like when I need to, and I don't always use the Nizarol, so I've been okay without that. But if you guys, I know this may not be vegan and whatever, but if you guys are really struggling with that, especially since it's something that can be so, I used to just keep my hair pulled back all the time, and it's something that can be, that can cause you a lot of distress and insecurity. Nizarol will help most people, and I really do enjoy that. It's Ketnizol. There's a 1% shampoo. It's in a blue bottle. So that is about ten fifteen dollars, but that's really good. So as far as everything else, I don't really wipe my, I don't really wash my face. I'm sorry, I don't wash my face a lot. I did try to buy a face wash because I just thought it was like the way to be a lady, but I don't feel like I need to. A lot of people, if your skin is not doing anything you don't like, you can just get by with washing your face with water. You know, Dwayne will go on to talk about oil pulling, but there's also an oil cleansing method where you just wash your skin with an oil. And you rinse that off. And if I need to, if I feel like my skin is really um, oily or I just want to really take the day off extra, I will use uh, black soap on that, Dudu Osun black soap. And something that's really good for the hair and the body is Bronner's. So Dr. Bronner's is a 32-ounce bottle of castile soap. And castile soap is basically saponified oils, which means that it's oils that are made into a soap. So it's all mostly organic soaps like um, oils, like coconut oil and things like that. And you can use it for your body, your hair, to clean. You can use it for everything. And a little bit goes a long way. I've had times where I used the bottle for six months. And I use that bottle. We'll go into it with skincare, but I've used this rag. So there's this rag that's like plastic. You can get it from some chain stores, but it's kind of a plasticky wash rag, and it's big and long. And I had African friends in college who used it, so that's how it was put on. And you only need to use a few drops, and you lather it up. It's better than a washcloth, in my opinion better than a mesh because that's annoying in my opinion little mesh balls so it kind of gives you the best of both worlds and it really makes things louder and you can use that dr Bronner's for quite some time and that's under 20 dollars probably about 15 dollars at most stores you can find 32 ounces indeed indeed i also use that um the castile soap um like pretty much like a drop put it on a rag and um that's pretty much i'm good to go and again like i'm very low maintenance but i mean I don't need that much maintenance, luckily. You know, it's funny, like, when um, my diet wasn't where it needed to be and I was using other kind of products, I was using a whole bunch of things to just have mediocre results, but now it's, like, less is more. So it's interesting. After the break, we'll talk a little bit more about body care and we'll tell you some of the benefits of using Dr. Bronish just briefly, and then we'll go into, Dwayne will go into using deodorant. Okay, sure will. All right, so uh, we'll be back with a Green Inside Story. Stay tuned.
You are tuned into the Greener Side Story at Old Westbury Web Radio. I'm your host, Dwayne, with my co-host, Candace. What's up? So next we're going to talk a little bit more about the Bronner Soap. So Bronner Soap, and we're not, we're, you know, we're just plugging and plugging and chugging, but <laughs> Bronner Soap is good, and I've been using it for well over a decade. I remember I slept over my friend's house in high school, and her, her brother had, like, this thing in the bathroom, and Dr. Bronner's has, like, this big wraparound statement all around it about fair wage and, and saving the earth and paying people, you know, who make this stuff well. And it's just it's just something to read on the bottle. So I was like, whoa, what's this bottle? And I started using it since then. And it's good for your body. It doesn't strip you of your natural oils. It's just, you know, good, clean, simple products. And that's what you want to do. That's what you want to put on your body. Your body, your skin is an organ. It absorbs things. So you want to put things into your body that are simple and, and good for you. So, Dwayne, on that note, Dwayne's going to get into uh, deodorants. Yes, yes. For all you funky people out there, I'm going to cover deodorant. If um, you saw the video that I um, posted on Facebook Live, me and my brother went to a local dollar store. I won't say where they are. I, I discussed, I went through a couple of different, I guess, beauty products, we'll call it that, and um, or hygienic products. And, yes, we've been talking about deodorant and how um, it contains aluminum, which is toxic. And the, what the aluminum and the deodorant does is it basically stops sweat. The reason why people sweat in the first place is, you know, that's your body's way of releasing toxins just like how um you know with urine and feces like you just that's you removing waste from yourself like you also excrete out sweat that's you know just a more nice way of saying it but um yes that's your body removing toxins so if you're not sweating your all those toxins are building up and um another thing that's um in these deodorants is parabens which is another um it's a xenoestrogen which ultimately causes uh, breast cancer because most girl deodorants, which um, most of my friends at some point, whenever we were dating a girl, we always used their deodorant because it worked way better. Yeah, I'm just going to throw that out there. That's what we did because it stops you from sweating because I guess it's more offensive for a girl to smell than a guy to smell. I, I don't know. But um, deodorants targeted for women are, are, are stronger and they tend to be more so antiperspirants than actual like deodorant. There is a, um, a difference. Um, antiperspirant is you don't perspire or sweat. So again, like when you don't sweat, you you know those toxins build up, so that can cause cancer and other issues as well. So um, what I personally use is crystal. I mean, there's different variations of um, crystals, but um, I get this crystals about seven dollars if you include the tax. And basically, you just wet it, you run water under it, and you just swipe under your arms. I typically try to do uh, 50 swipes. That's um, 25 up, 25 down on each arm. And basically, uh, I don't stink, <laughs> you know. Um, and basically, I, I still sweat, which is perfectly fine, but it doesn't, it's not an odor. It basically fights the odor, and which is the real issue. Um, you just have to make sure that you're clean when you um, apply the uh, the crystal because, um, again, this is, this isn't something that preventing you from sweating. It's not a block. That's why certain people, we won't say any names, but there's certain, you know, people I grew up with that, you know, they'll just double swipe the deodorant, you know, if they have it washed and, you know, they'll be fine per se, as in like they won't smell. But that's because, you know, it's just like basically putting a um, a blanket over some, some funk. It's That's really bad in the long run. And um, crystals work well, um, another thing you can use is actually a lime. Lime um, is acidic and it'll um, 
basically um, kill the uh, the odors as well. If you know, if you're on a budget, because again, the um, the crystal was about seven dollars. However, that crystal lasted me about a year and a half. So that's a big. That's an. I think that's a pretty decent investment. Um, seven dollars for a year and a half worth of um, not stinking. I think that's pretty great, especially mm-hmm. when you consider how much most people pay for deodorant a year, even like every six months. So that's my take on deodorant. Um, anything you want to add? So um, yeah, with the crystal, I've tried everything. The mineral salts in the crystal do negate the bacteria, but the bacteria are present, and that's what makes you think if you do change your diet and drink a lot of water. I know people can go without deodorant. They're very lucky, and I feel like they're few and far between. But I love potent food, so I know for myself I have to use something. I know that I'm supposed to be drinking a ton of water. So I've, I started probably about 10 years ago making deodorant. So I'd make deodorants with baking soda and different powders and creams. And there's a basic one. It's basically the one that I use is the same formulation as something that you can make at home. So what I use is... Schmidt's Cedarwood and Juniper deodorant, and it's an arrowroot powder. It's got cedar essential oils, and it's got, I think it's got baking soda, and the baking soda does uh, negate the smell, and you won't smell like anything. Like, it'll be a while. I've had, you know, 18-hour days, and I don't really smell like anything at the end of the day, so it's awesome. The only thing is that I have very sensitive skin, so it is a little irritating to my skin. What Dwayne said about the gender deodorants, and that is true. For some reason, you know, not going to point any fingers, the women's deodorants all have aluminum in them. There are no women's deodorants that are just plain deodorants. They are antiperspirants. They are blocking you from perspiring, and they're blocking your lymph nodes, which causes cysts, which allows, you know, and that's why a lot of women end up getting cancer in the upper portion of their breasts. Your breast tissues from your collarbone to under you know, your physical breast, that's, that's all breast tissue, and that's why a lot of women get cancer up there because all that aluminum is blocking things. The crystal that he has is actually recommended um, by cancer societies. So you have the gender deodorants, and then I used to use Old Spice in men's, and I think it was Bear Glove, and those ones are the straight deodorants. So they're the green ones. They still have the propylene glycol, which, you know, are chemicals that are debatable, but um, those are the straight green clear deodorants. When I use the secret, and I, I, I know a lot of men use secrets, and, you know, they end up using their girls' deodorant, and they just buy secret for themselves. When I use those deodorants, I can't really wash them off, you know? I have to go over it with, like, baby oil or something, but, or, you know, I, I can't really wash them off. So I just feel like it's always sticky, waxy, and stuck on me. So I've used deodorants from Lush. The TO is good, but it was a little too harsh for me. I've used uh, Twinkle Toes from Lush. It's very good, too. But now I'm going to start to put a barrier under it, like a shea butter or coconut oil. And then Tom's is good, too. They have um, Arm & Hammer actually has one. That's a clear deodorant. So those are your deodorant options. You know, you don't want to clog your pores. You want to make sure that everything is free-flowing. So another thing that I'd like to bring up is hair removal. So I have a few different things that I'm going to go into. You know, Dwayne will put some of his input, but a lot of this stuff is hair removal and feminine hygiene. So the first thing I want to talk about with hair removal is sugar wax. So if you're somebody that prefers waxing, and by all means, if you have an electric, if you have an electric razor and electric clippers, use them. They're probably easier on your skin and things like that. But if you really want to get a super, super close shave or wax, then you can make your own sugar wax. This is something that's good for the environment, too. It's biodegradable. It's easy to make. It's cheap. You know, you can 
a lot of people can afford it. So the sugar wax, there's videos on YouTube if you want to look them up, how to make your own sugar wax. It's basically lemon, sugar, and water. You take that, you boil it, you get it to a certain consistency, and then you can pour it in a used jar. So if you have a glass or, you know, if you have some type of glass, you can pour it in there. Make sure you heat the glass up first because you don't want to pour hot into a cold glass and have it explode. So you're going to warm your glass and put it in there. And you can store it in the fridge, and when you're ready to use it again, you know, you just get a little tongue depressor or something to scoop it out. And when you're ready to use it again, you can just warm it in boiling water or hot water or something like that. And then the muslin, muslin strips that you usually end up spending a bunch of money for, you can cut up an old T-shirt, another way to reduce, reuse, recycle, because we all know this world is polluted. We all know we're on the fast track to, to ruining it, so we want to reuse stuff. So the T-shirts, you can cut them up and use them as strips, so then you can just smear the wax on, put the T-shirt over it, you know, pat it down and wipe and rip it off, and then there, there you go, so your hair is removed. I know people find results with beet, nail, all that other stuff. That's kind of the worst thing you can do chemically to yourself, and I've heard of it working for people, but I really can't see myself continuing to put chemicals on my vagina, by my vagina, and, and find that acceptable. It just, you know, it didn't even work well enough for me to do it, and it's probably toxic for you. So that's your hair removal. That's one way. And then razors. So another plug, <laughs> we're going to try to get a promo for you guys, but Dollar Shave Club is a really good place to get your razors. They have 3 6 and $9 razors when I was using them. So the three razors, I think you get the $3 razors. I'm pretty sure you get a double blade, and you get five of them a month. And they just send them to you automatically, so you don't have to worry about having your unsanitary razor that's been sitting in there for three months in your shower, and now you have an event to go to, and you're using a disgusting razor, men and women alike. Uh, and it skips the gender tax and everything else, so you get to just use your razors for 3 6 and $9. So the $6 one, I think, is a four-pack, and so is a $9 one. The $6 one is four blades or three blades, and the $9 one is like five blades. But uh, if they give us a code for you, I'll share that, and I'll give you more information about them. A razor that I do like, I'm not going to mention any brands, is the razor that you use with the double-edged blade. So there is a brand that charges $10 for 100 blades. So you're using that blade maybe two or three times, and there are 100 blades. And you can store them, and you can recycle them since they're metal. So what you're going to do is get yourself a holder for that blade, and that's going to cost you about $20, the actual razor handle. And some of them twist off, and some of them can go up to certain levels of what kind of shave that you want. Let's say if you're a man and you don't want it close to the skin, you can level up the different amount uh, that you want with that. And some just close. Mine just straight up closes, and it's metal. So then I put the little blade in there. You know, I get to work. And you can use a, some people will use a brush, like a shave brush, with a different... So you can use a shave brush with a shave with a soap bar. The shave moisture makes um, a shave soap that I want to try. So you can just lather up the shave soap in your hands or with the brush. Uh, I thought we were boycotting shave moisture. Why? Uh, well, actually, we'll we'll be right back. We'll we'll get into that. All right. Stay tuned to the Green Side Story. <laughs> You are tuned in to The Greener Side Story, Episode 3 at Old Westbury Web Radio. I'm your host, Dwayne, with my co-host, Candice. Hey, y'all. 
So we were just getting into, before we got a little controversial, we were talking about shaving. So uh, more on shaving, we were talking about razors, and I was talking about the double-edged razor. So basically what the double-edged razor looks like is one of those, I won't even say <laughs> switch blades, people used to carry in their mouth in high school. Where did I go to high school? In the suburbs. But anyway, <laughs> they're basically razors, and they, they have blades on both sides. So... The razor that I have is open on both sides. You put the razor in there, and it twists closed. So you can find one of these online for about $25, probably less. And then, like I said, the blades are 10 for $100. As far as shave cream, if you're using a conditioner, we're not going to go out there and suggest a conditioner for you. Uh, but if you're using a hair conditioner, I don't use conditioner because it's not what I want for my dress. But... If you're using a hair conditioner, you can shave with that conditioner. Um, other people, you'll look online and you'll find people who make shave creams with shea butter and coconut oil and essential oils, and they just whip it up. I don't want to have the hassle of, of slipping and sliding as I'm trying to shave. So basically, for less than $60 a year, you can be all set as far as shaving. And you don't have to worry. Again, another thing that I really f find important as far as clothing and using things and food and everything else is trying my best not to waste. So you're not wasting, you're basically not wasting when you're using this system because you're using the blade and it takes a, you can get a close shave and trust me, it takes, it, there's a learning curve because it's a single blade and there's no really safety about it. So it it's a learning curve, but you, you're not going to sit there and cut yourself day in and day out once you really learn to do it. But like I said, so those those things that are metal, you can recycle them, and then your blade you'll always have. So you don't have to worry about scrambling to find a razor. Uh, so that's basically all I have about razors. You know, I, if you guys want more about razors and feminine hygiene, I do have a video that I need to post about feminine hygiene and hygiene all around, and I can go into little videos about uh, detailed things. Like if you want to see how to shave, if it's something that, you know, you're interested in how to shave with this system, I can do videos on that as well. Just always engage with us. So my Instagram is Candice Noir, K-A-N-D-A-C-E-N-O-I-R-E. Ask us questions. Greener Side Story, Facebook, Instagram, ask us questions. So feminine hygiene. I truly, truly enjoy and have benefited from using the menstrual cup. So what the menstrual cup is, it's a, the menstrual cup is probably an inch and a half long and probably an inch and a half wide and an inch and a half in diameter. So it's this little cup and it's meant to catch all your fluids and tissue while you have your menstrual cycle. And the benefits of the, using the menstrual cup are that you don't have to worry about drying out as you would with tampons. So tampons, they usually just catch fluid. They don't catch tissue. So that can cause extra cramping since your body is trying to release that tissue. And then since pads are basically outside, they are outside of your body, they're in the air, they're going to catch that air and they're going to join with the blood and create bacteria and they can smell. So we all know that, you know, some people do enjoy pads and they're just really not interested in tampons or menstrual cups or anything else, but just you're carrying a lot of blood on the outside and that can become messy and inconvenient. Um, and then tampons, we all know tampons can leak. And I have some stats on the amount of, stuff that we're using as far as waste. We're using a ton of tampons and a ton of pads, and they're all going in the landfills. And we all know, well, the landfills, 
the things that are in the landfills cannot be broken down because there's no oxygen getting to them. So it just creates methane gas, which creates more pollution. So uh, we just want to reduce our consumption as much as possible. So these things called Diva Cups, you basically roll them up, you put them in your vagina. They're not painful. When they're put in right, they're not painful, the same way that um, tampons are not painful. So we use up to 20 billion pads and tampons a year. We use up to 11,000 products in our lifetime. So with these menstrual cups, since they're made out of silicone, you can always reuse them. I've heard of people using them for 10 years. I think they're suggested up to two years. Since we live in the age of the Internet, you can find help on anything. So there's forums for this. There's, you're not going to be the only one doing it. I've heard of people saying, ew, that's nasty. Ew, you have to do this. It's, you, know, you don't have to come out of the bathroom with a cup full of blood. It's not like that. You dump it in the toilet. You can use toilet paper to wipe it out. Or you, if you're in a private, a private bathroom, you rinse it out, and that's that. So you are basically eliminating your risk for toxic shock syndrome. If you don't know what that is, basically toxic shock syndrome is when strep bacteria grows in your vagina and spreads to your bloodstream. And that's from leaving in your tampon in, leaving your tampon in for a long period of time, and that can uh, make you septic, worst-case scenario. But these tampons, they also contain rayon, which contains digoxin, which is a harmful chemical, which can cause uh, pelvic inflammatory disease, endometriosis, inflammation, all these different things. So since the tampons, the rayon and the cotton tampons are bleached, we're using a quarter of our world's pesticides on cotton. So a lot of that stuff that's bleached, is they use chlorine and pesticides on it. And, uh, you know, besides you not wanting them to leak and smell and having to deal with them all the time, uh, there's chemicals in it, like like I said, the digoxin, the polypropylene, um, which is not biodegradable or eco-friendly. So with the Diva Cup, you can keep that in for up to 12 hours. You can sleep in it. You know, it's, it's basically hassle-free. When you do it right, it's hassle-free. You don't really have to worry about it. I am big into tracking my period. So I track my period. There's also, I think there's a paid app where you can track your period by the moon cycle, but I, I like to write all the notes down in my period app, and the period app that I use is P-Tracker Lite. It predicts your fertility. With the paid one, you can um, track your discharge because another way to track your fertility is your discharge. So um, you can track your discharge. You can track the amount of fluid. So the Diva Cup has the milliliters um, of blood and tissue that you're releasing, so you can track that, and you can be able to track, you know, what's a heavy flow for you and what's not. Um, I know it may sound weird, but I really think it's important to be in tune with your body and, um, you know, the functions of your body. So if you're interested in the Diva Cup there or a, just a plain menstrual cup, they're as cheap as twelve ninety five. So on Amazon, there's a cup called Blossom. It has 2,927 reviews, and it's rated 4.5 stars. The Diva Cup has 4,459 reviews, and that's rated 4.5 stars. And there's different sizes for whether you've given birth or not. So... There's basically 8,000 reviews on the Diva Cup altogether, and that's four and a half stars. So it's basically proven there's women who use these things, and it's proven that, you know, they work and they benefit from them. So would you say that basically, um, just to kind of, I guess, put it in perspective for any male listeners that may be confused or whatever, um, so basically the Diva Cup is kind of like an oil pan for a car? Oh, Dwayne. Oh, Dwayne. No, we're not cars. <laughs> we're not cars, and I can't make a comparison to, to that. But 
basically, a Diva Cup is something that, well, the good thing about a Diva Cup is that it's going to sit in you and it's not going to suck your moisture out. You don't want something, we're delicate. You know, we have delicate vaginal flora and we don't want infections. We don't want irritation. Mm -hmm. We don't want, and and like the male counterpart, the male counterpart, if somebody that cares about you, he's going to take care of himself and he's going to want you to be healthy too. So, you know, you don't want to have to be dealing with infections and all this extra stuff. Um, And a man's not going to want his woman to be going through this or being extra uncomfortable in her period. So um, while tampons can leave residue, they can leave micro tears and things like that, um, the Ziva Cup is just silicone. So you can wash it out. Dr. Bronner's, you can use it for that because that's basically, you could actually use Dr. Bronner's as a um, fruit and veggie wash too because um, it's basically oiled. So it's the same thing that's in uh, a major brand fruit and vegetable wash is the same thing in uh, Dr. Bronner's. And you can use that to clean your Diva Cup. So every day you can clean your Diva Cup with that. Like I said, you can sleep in it, but you just take it out and clean it with that in warm water. And then at the end of the cycle, you can boil it, and there's a little cute pouch you put in it, and you're done. And you can have that for years. You don't have to worry about, oh, i got to go to the store to buy tampons. i got to send. And that's a man thing, too. There's this joke, the running joke, that the man is sent to buy tampons and pads. You don't have to worry about that. Mm. Um, I think so I'm we don't yeah, chemicals and tampons and pads and everything else. So another thing that I use that I, I absolutely love is reusable pads. So my friend had made me a series of menstrual pads. So some are thin, some are panty liners, and I like them long, so I got full coverage, you know, if I'm not going to be wearing the, the Diva Cup that day or just in general. You know, so she'll make them in different sizes and shapes for me, different absorbencies. So with those, just like cloth diapers and things like that, you want to be able to rinse them in cold water because that, reduces the amount of stain you're going to have. And some I don't even have. You don't even have to have stains on them. They don't have to stain if you if you take care of them properly. But once you're done with the pads, you're going to rinse them in cold water, and you're going to put them in what's called a wet bag. So it's a bag with, like, plastic on the inside. Um, and you can store them in there until you're ready. Like, it shouldn't stink if you're taking care of it properly. It shouldn't stain if you're taking care of it properly, really. And um, you put it in a wet bag, and when you're ready to do your laundry, throw it in with your laundry. Uh, they suggest you don't use fabric softener because it will mess up the absorbency. But that's another thing you get to save with pads, and the cotton is breathable. And whatever fabric, different fabrics have different absorbencies, but you get to pick your material. You know you know what's going on in your body, and um, you can reuse it. You know, you don't have to worry about having to buy stuff or, you know. And some people may not like that, like these things, but I, I guarantee you it's something that you can get used to quickly. Indeed, indeed. Um, not really much I can comment on that because I just can't. So um, <laughs> that's that's very informative, and um, I think a lot of people should look into that, you know, looking up the Diva Cup and everything like that. I think that especially if you do have a woman in your life that you care about or even just sort of like, it's best to put them put them onto the, to the Diva Cup or reusable pads because... There's so many different toxic things that we deal with on a daily day basis, and women are more exposed to toxic things than we are. Um, I mean, just not even talking about how low-maintenance guys are and all this other stuff. So just um, each one to each one. You have me thinking. I feel like my next man is just going to be so beautiful and wonderful, and he's just going to give me so much love, and he's going to give me this beautiful kit of, like, rose-scented Dr. Bronner's because they have different scents. It's awesome. And then you can throw some chocolates in there. You can throw something that says, hey, I love you. 
And I'm not just trying to give you hygiene and stuff because I think you're gross on your period. I just care about you and, you know, maybe some blanket. Throw something in there that's, that's comforting to that person. So, you know, even for a friend, you... As as females, we share a lot of things. We're like, oh, girl, I don't know. I think I got a yeast infection. I don't know what's going on with that. If you can share your friend with your friend natural methods, like there's been times where I'd be like, oh, maybe you want to do a garlic suppository or, you know, maybe you want to use this and that instead of having to go to the doctor and taking a full course of antibiotics. Because we know how systemic antibiotics can mess up your stomach. And the more you use antibiotics, the more that erodes your gut flora. And your gut is the source of all your health. So... Just little things, caring about the people in your life in the micro way and making sure that they're healthy uh, in all the different ways that they can be healthy and all the ways that you can support them. Yes, indeed, indeed. Um, even if you're um, if you're listening to this and, um, you know, there's a smelly kid in your class, give him a kit. <laughs> so we cover all bases. So we covered head to toe. We covered the scalp. We covered the teeth. Uh, you know, we covered the armpits, the vagina, the jennies, uh, the feet. Sprinkle those with some deodorant powder. Lush is great. That's about it, right? Well, uh, we might get into wiping later, but uh, we're about to take a break. So um, stay tuned to the uh, Greenest Eye Story. We'll be with you shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into the Greener Side Story at Old Westbury Web Radio. I am your host, Dwayne, with my co-host, Candace. Hi. Yes, today is our um, hygiene episode, and we were talking about various ways to um, clean yourself. We went through deodorant, we went through toothpaste, we went through um, hair removal, we went through feminine hygiene. We went through a lot. Sure did. And like I said, if you would like to see these things live and in action, let me know. If, like I said, I'm having a little issues posting to YouTube with the videos and stuff, but if you want it on Facebook, we got it. You know, let me know, ask questions, engage with us. So there, we're going to put a lot of this stuff in the show notes. We're going to start adding stuff in the show notes. If you, if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, I know somebody commented on my Instagram that they're having issues with the Diva Cup. I was saying, just like a tampon, sometimes you got to reposition um, and buy the right type for your body. I didn't, but I don't suggest it. <laughs> but uh, buy the right type for your body. So there's one where you've had a C-section or a birth, and I have had a birth. Uh, I mean, a C-section is a birth, but a vaginal birth or a C-section. And there's one where you haven't had any kids. So uh, there's two different versions. So just buy the one that suits you. And like I said, uh, $12.95, $12.95 to make the switch. So there's cheapest twelve ninety five on Amazon. I always check the reviews for things. Check the reviews, and uh, that's that. Dwayne, do you have anything else to say about hygiene, deodorant, you know, the way that your body was maybe when you were using standard American hygiene? Well, I remember um, I first started smelling musk, you know, I was like around nine years old. We uh, went to Friendly's, and uh, we were just sitting in a car on a summer night, and my father was like, who smelled like that? <laughs> That's how black parents do it. They just like you stink. <laughs> Basically, so it's time um, for you to use Team Spirit. <laughs> yeah, so um, I had started using um, I forgot what it was. One of them deodorants, and I don't know, like I wasn't crazy about it. Like usually, like the powder, I guess, worked better. The gel didn't really work for me at all. Like growing up, it just didn't. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, I forgot what girl. I, oh, I know what girl I was dating, but we're not going to talk about that. And um, she basically, she was using, I think she was using spray. She was using spray, and sometimes she would use the, um, like the the secret or whatever. And yeah, I was like, this part is really good. And I'm just like, and then you know she would approach. She was like, is this hair my deodorant? I was like, huh? But um, you know, that's sweet courtesy. Make her a basket. Don't get hair in her deodorant. Now, you, I don't think the hair hey, would hey, catch hey. if you started. Don't get hair in my sink. <laughs> let me let me just plug. Let me plug. So the Schmitz is a paste. So there's a little bitty spatula in there, and you take it, and then you rub it in your fingers, and you rub it on. The crystal is a crystal. You wet it, and you rub it on. So you don't got to worry about catching your hair in this white gook. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was another thing. Like, um, with the powdered deodorant in particular, like it would um, it would cake up and then not have like little beads of like deodorant cake. My friend called that hair doo doo or like horse horse dung just hanging off the butt, like yes. little farm animals. That's yes, disgusting. exactly, exactly. Absolutely gross. Yes, I had beaded beads on my um under my arms and um. <laughs> so. Another, so a few more things about uh, facial care. So facial care uh, is different. Ayurveda is an Indian, basically, practice. Please spell that. Pardon? Please spell that if you can. A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A. Thank you. A-U-Y-R-V-E-D-A. Why are you fact-checking me? Ayurveda. (laughs) Ayurveda means something. So I'm not going to go deep into that. I, I did have a book on it. You know, you have different... Everybody falls onto a different category, and you live, you know, by that category, and you eat seasonally and things like that. Anyway, turmeric. Turmeric is good for your skin, so there's paste, and I'm pretty sure you can make a vegan version, but there's paste for your skin that make your skin glow um, and help you out with acne. There is bentonite clay. Bentonite clay is about $7. You can mix that with apple cider vinegar or just water, and those are really good for your skin as well. I was a classic toothpaste on the face type of girl. I do use Tom's propolis and myrrh toothpaste, and that has fennel in it as well. And I used to make toothpaste, too. I used to try to make everything. I was trying it. But that was also baking soda, coconut oil, because coconut oil is very good for your teeth. Wayne's didn't talk about oil pulling, but um, coconut oil is good for your teeth. Should I do it now? But I used to just plop that on my face, uh, the toothpaste. I still do that sometimes. So, yeah, Dwayne, get into oil pulling. I forgot who told me about it. But um, I was looking up the many uses for coconut oil. There are many. And I was just using um, oil pulling, which is basically I get like a mouthful of coconut oil. It melts like instantly. And I would just gently swish it and just like, you know, gently just do that for um, I forgot how long I do it for. Um, But I would do that. And it's kind of just like cleans out your mouth another thing i do is um i take some uh sea salt uh kosher sea salt and you um you can put it on your tongue let it sit for a little bit and then you scrape it off with a uh tongue scraper if you if you want to get fancy you can get like a, a metal one with uh it has like two rubber grips on it and you can um it looks like the um the arch at uh in st louis and you can just kind of like scrape your your tongue it's um good for tongue health and think about it like a lot of things. If you first of all, please scrape your tongue. It's very important to scrape your tongue. <laughs> if you don't scrape your tongue, it's like um not using toilet paper, and we'll just leave it at that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, scrape your tongue. Hashtag scrape your tongue. Yeah. Um. So, I came upon oil pulling like 
probably almost a decade ago. Hey, friend. Hey, she's awesome. Congrats on all your success. Look her up on Instagram. I saw her on Tumblr like a while back. I used to do oil pulling with olive oil. So you wake up in the morning, spend about 20 minutes when you first wake up with the oil swishing, and it helps you like systemically. It helps cleanse everything because the root of a lot of disease is stuff in your mouth, you know, and that can go down to your gut. So when you have rotting teeth, don't leave them in your mouth. You know, um, all, that, all that stuff can lead to systemic uh, issues. So the oil pulling, you sit there and you put that all in your mouth for like um, 20 minutes, switch that around, it'll get rid of all the stuff in the crevices. It promotes gum health. It promotes like overall. People some say it promotes just overall well-being. And uh, you switch that out, and of course you spit it out. Do not swallow that. It's all the toxins are in there. Uh, what else was I going to mention? So I know that we do need to plug our next, and plug sounds obnoxious, but we are going to tell you about our next podcast. So our next podcast is going to be about diet. We're going to tell you a little bit, a little bit about what we eat. We're going to reiterate what type of diet we're on. Not on per se, but what kind of lifestyle we have. I eat a lot today, but I'd say my lifestyle kind of is intermittent fasting because sometimes I go just one meal a day, and I only eat when I'm hungry. You, you know, I only eat when I'm truly hungry. And then we're going to go through staples, some of the things that we always keep on hand. And we have a guest, and he's going to come on and tell us about his staples. He works a lot with herbs and things like that, and he follows a fairly, I wouldn't call it strict, but a fairly specific vegan diet. And uh, Dwayne is, is more on the lenient side, I'd say, with the things that he eats. Like, he'll eat, like, white rice and things like that, right? Hey, hey, hey. He will. <laughs> he eats the white stuff. but um, Not really, but... Go ahead. Yeah, but, you know, but we all, the three of us who are going to be on, we don't eat like processed foods. No no issue if you do. If you got to get there, get there however you can get there. Uh, enjoy what you enjoy. But we don't eat like, we don't eat, <laughs> we don't eat uh, processed fake foods, really. Um, no. I might try some tempeh soon, but anyway, so Dwayne's going to tell you more about that, and he's going to plug our Instagram and just let you know what's coming up and what you can expect from Greener Side Story. Well, first... What you're going to expect from Greenside Side Story is greatness. Green greatness. Because green is great. And great is green. So, um, yes, um, we're going to talk about our, our different diets. I'm not really big on the um, the white stuff. Um, I guess I have, like, white rice noodles. That's kind of the only white rice I have, um, like rice noodles. Not and from what I remember. <laughs> look, my gram doesn't lie. but no, um, People change. People change. My gram doesn't lie. Yeah. I didn't put my Ben and Jerry's on the gram yet, but I will, guys. I had an indulgent night. Look at that transparency. See, you get the mm-hmm, truth mm-hmm, with us. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, yes, um, I am um, pretty much depending on my. Uh, I'm not gonna say level of poverty because that's insulting to people that are actually impoverished. But depending on my struggle, depends on really the quality of what I eat. Sometimes I might just, you know, make an Aldi's run and get a bunch of frozen vegetables and just kind of make it do what it do. Other times I'll go to um more upscale health food stores, which I won't plug until they pay me. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, I um, I get, you know, organic produce and everything like that. It all depends on where I'm at. I'm doing a lot of things, and things aren't free. So I'm just trying to make the the best decisions with what I have. But, um, yes, uh, I just I do stay away from mostly processed foods. Um, if it's more than a line more than two lines of in- worth of ingredients um i'm i'm good i don't like to see like um if the ingredients look like the um because even like certain vegan foods are are not healthy they're not 
they're super processed. Like you'll look at the um, the ingredients and it'll look like the terms and conditions when you download the app. Like it's it's just a lot, <laughs> you know. And um, you know, you need to definitely be cognizant of what you're consuming because it's very important. Your body is your temple, and you only got one body, so take care of it. So uh, I want to leave you with a quote. I think it'll be a good little thing, you know, for when we're not doing recipes and stuff. One of my favorite hashtag tripod. One of my favorite podcasts is includes Eric Thomas, and one of his quotes is, "Are you ready to sacrifice who you are for what you will become?" And a lot of the time, we're holding on to stuff that we really think is the best that that the universe has to offer us only to be missing out on something that's greater, something that's ahead of us. So it said, uh, are you ready to sacrifice who you are for what you will become? So I think that's important. Sometimes you got to let go of the now and just run into the abyss and just figure out and jump and take the leap to who you're meant to be and who your higher self is. Yes, because the grass is greener on our side of the fence. Thank you for listening. This is the Greener Side Story. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Greener Side Story. And check us out on iTunes at Greenside Story. Be well.